Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. It's Friday, August 16th, 2019. It's going to be a hot day across the Mountain State and a hot weekend, but the humidity isn't expected to be as high as in recent days, at least today. We'll check in with the weather in a moment on this Friday, but now let's get an update on what's happening this morning across the state of West Virginia. Here's Shauna Johnson. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. The alleged killer of a Hancock County woman who's also facing charges for allegedly wounding several others in and around New Cumberland is the murder victim's partner, the father of her child. That's according to Hancock County Sheriff Ralph Fletcher. The accused, 45-year-old Michael Angelo McClanahan, remains hospitalized today in Pittsburgh with charges against him pending for the death of 58-year-old Sandra Brown from New Cumberland. Among those hurt, one was found at the home with Brown, three others at another location where McClanahan allegedly shot at a home during a spree of violence back on Wednesday night. The full story is at WVMetroNews.com. Testimony resumes later this morning in Putnam County Circuit Court in the trial of the Scott Depot driver who allegedly ran down a man who was telling him to slow down when he went around a school bus in May 2018. Analyst Ronald Thayer says evidence from 39-year-old Morgan Vandergriff's vehicle shows he hit something. Striking a curb, striking a pavement edge, any number of situations could actually generate that Delta V event. Also testifying Thursday, the driver of the school bus, Vandergriff, passed that day. That driver says he saw Vandergriff hit John Maynard. The search continues today in Cabell County for a driver who's wanted for hitting and killing a woman along Route 60 in Culloden. Cabell County Sheriff's deputies identify the victim as 30-year-old Roxanne Boardman from Hurricane, who deputies say was walking with a man after leaving a nearby speedway around 4 Thursday morning when she was struck. The vehicle could be a green late 90s or early 2000s Ford Mustang with side headlight damage. Princeton police are investigating the death of a pedestrian in Mercer County. Officials say 55-year-old James Housh from Nicholas County was walking on Oakville Road in Princeton when he was hit late Wednesday into early Thursday morning. 
The Lewisburg Walmart's back on a normal operating schedule today after a tense time Thursday. Authorities received a call about a suspicious package shortly after 9 a.m. Police arrived at the store, isolated the package, and ordered an evacuation of the building that lasted until mid-afternoon when a bomb technician arrived and, after going through the necessary protocols, opened the package, which contained several blankets. Although the situation turned out to be a false alarm, the police chief said the evacuation was the correct thing to do and had made the decision out of an abundance of caution. State police, the sheriff's department, and the Lewisburg Fire Department also responded to the scene. I'm Pete Davis, WVMetroNews.com. Governor Jim Justice is going to be part of the Capital City send-off this evening for more than 500 members of the West Virginia National Guard, those with the 1st Squadron 150th Cavalry Regiment bound for the Middle East. The 150th, which is our Cavalry Squadron, uh, primarily located out of uh, uh, armories in Logan County, Putnam County, uh, Harrison County. That's Major General James Hoyer, West Virginia's Adjutant General. Those Guard members will be joining upwards of 3,000 of their counterparts from Ohio, North Carolina, and South Carolina to make up the 30th Armored Brigade Combat Team. Today's deployment event starts at 4 at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Soldiers in Special Forces know about deployments. This week, the Special Forces Association is holding its international convention at the Charleston Coliseum and Convention Center. Kevin Harry's president of SFA Chapter 68 out of Canova. A couple uh, members that flew from Germany that are here in Charleston this week. One member that flew from the Philippines that's here this week. And we have them from, uh, from Maine to California. That convention opened with a storming of the Capitol event earlier this week. In Montegalia County, the students in West Virginia University's Honors College start arriving in Morgantown this morning. One of the first waves of on-campus move-ins ahead of the start of the fall semester at WVU next Wednesday. Tomorrow is expected to be the busiest day for arrivals, with first-year students at WVU scheduled for move-in times between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Coordination is key, says University Dean of Students Dr. Corey Ferris. It's a whole team of people from university police to city police to other event staff who help us direct traffic to sign makers because we'll put up signs to we probably have close to a thousand volunteers who will be helping students move in. Thursday was move-in day for new students at Fairmont State University with classes starting there Monday. Marshall University's week of welcome begins on Tuesday. And the State Fair of West Virginia is now in its final days in Greenbark County. Jamie Johnson performs tonight in the grandstand, replacing Alabama, the band that canceled as the lead singer Randy Owen continues to deal with health issues. Jeff Foxworthy closes out the fair tomorrow night in Fairlake. Thank you, Shauna. And coming up in our Metro News background, we'll take a look at an investigation taking place in Mineral County after a rash of fires. Also, Joe Bricado back this morning with sports. Weather across the state of West Virginia today that will have those hot and humid conditions. We'll be checking that also this morning. Good morning. This week on Three Guys Before the Game. Our conversation with Don Nealon continues. You got some credit in the article, but I'm not sure you get enough credit for West Virginia's ability to jump on that life raft of the Big 12. Well, to be honest, I'm pretty much the guy that got us in it. Dr. Clements called me. Don, we want to get in the Big uh, 12. And he said, Chuck Ninus is the guy. 
I understand you're great friends. Called him, I said, hey, Chuck. He said, what do you want, Don? <laughs> he said, do you want in the lake? I said, yeah, we want in the lake. He says, well, if you say that you can compete, I'll take you. But if I take you, you have to play next year. And he says, you're going to have to get to your governor and figure out a way to expand that airport so that when teams come in here, they can land. So I called Clements and said, hey, here's the deal. He said, we'll do it. And we got in. So that's how it went. Watch the latest episode at WVMetroNews.com. Joe Bricado has sports in just a moment. First, though, in our Metro News backgrounder, the State Fire Marshal's office is investigating a number of suspicious fires in Mineral County. Metro News reporter Amanda Mangan has more in this morning's Metro News backgrounder. Assistant State Fire Marshal Joe Vecchio says the majority of the fires are similar. What I mean by similar, we have some commonalities with regard to areas where the, where the fires uh, originate. He says many of the fires have occurred in vacant or abandoned homes. They're also working closely with officials in Mineral County and Maryland. Several fires have been reported in Allegheny and Garrett Counties in Maryland over the past few months, and several fires in Pennsylvania are also under investigation. I have been in direct contact with both uh, local law enforcement here in Mineral County, as well as Maryland State with regards to their fire event. We're comparing information and sharing information with regards to our investigations. Joint efforts have been, I mean, have been offered and will be utilized as needed. Becchio says this many fires this time of year isn't typical. Based on the information I've been provided from the statistics in the West Virginia State Fire Marshal's office, it is unusual to uh, run or come into uh, Mineral County for this this amount of fire investigative effort. He's asking folks in the community to stay vigilant. We would just like everybody to be diligent, be aware of the surroundings, make note of anything you see with regards to unusual occurrences, report things to local law enforcement and or the city fire marshal. Anyone with any information is asked to call the West Virginia Fire Marshal's office at their hotline at one 800 233-FIRE. That's 1-800-233-FIRE. I'm Amanda Mangan, WVMetroNews.com. The fires began on July 5th. The latest fire took place back on August 12th. It's time for a sports update. Joe Vercado, they finally start get, getting to hit somebody else today on a high school football fields. Yep, scrimmages, Jeff, uh, beginning around the state. Most teams will take part in individual scrimmages this weekend. Many will participate in Gritoramas next weekend. And then uh, two weeks from tonight, the high school football season gets going in earnest for squads around the state. Bridgeport is one of the state's most consistent and successful programs with nine championships overall and eight trips to the state semifinals in the last eight years. Third-year head coach John Cole welcomes back an experienced and deep roster at a number of positions, but the Indians must replace their all-time leading rusher in Jake Bowen. You can't replace Bowen. Um, I don't know how productive our offense is going to be. I think our line's going to be better. But, you know, I don't know about our point production yet. Mm -hmm. Now, we've, we've got a couple skilled guys at, at receiver, but we run the football. 
Check out much more on the Indians. Greg Carey will have a story on them at WVMetroNews.com later today. Switching up to WVU football, the most noteworthy position in Mountaineer Fall Training Camp position switch, that is, in Fall Training Camp is Josh Sills moving from guard to center. It's not a totally new position for Sills. He played there as a freshman and sophomore in high school, but obviously there will be adjustments with starting every single play and adding another rather important responsibility. And you have to learn a little bit of it, but I think most of it stays with you, um, especially when you do it for you know a couple years and even then I just joke around when I'd go home or even at practice and just do it so I mean it wasn't much learning with snapping it's more just uh, fundamentally wise it's a little different than other positions. You can check out much more coverage from Mattanier Fall Training Camp at WVMetroNews.com. West Virginia opens up the season 15 days from today when they host James Madison at Mile and Pushkar Stadium. Thanks Joe and don't forget to follow the sports developments of the day across the mountain state at our website wvmetronews.com. Hoppy's on vacation this week, so his commentary will return on Monday. And don't forget to join Dave Wilson on Metro News Talk Line this morning at 10.06, streaming live at wvmetronews.com. Weekend weather to end the work week. Hot, humid, expected for the weekend and early next week. The hot and humid conditions create the potential for afternoon and evening showers and storms this weekend into the start of next week. A cold front will move through midweek with a better chance of showers and thunderstorms. So very hot today, but a very dry weekend is ahead. No problems reaching the upper 80s and 90s today. Now you're up to date. For Joe Bricado and Shauna Johnson, I'm Jeff Jenkins on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Have a great day. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.